Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, well, hi, everybody. My name is Ron Miller, and I am a trainer with Vespero. It's good to be here again this week, and um, we get to be with you almost every week. I will be gone next week. Uh, I'm not sure who is going to be on deck. Um, it is... Uh, we're taking a vacation, if anybody cares. So it's uh, my birthday just passed and our little boy's birthday. I'm sorry, he's going to be 11, so he insists he's not a little boy anymore. So my son Russell's birthday is uh, coming up. And so uh, for our birthdays, we are going to go to Orlando and spend some time running around Universal Studios and swimming in the hotel pool. Uh, we've saved our shekels. We've all agreed no Christmas uh, Christmas. I'm looking ahead. No birthday gifts this year. Uh, it's it's going to be the big vacation, so that'll be fun. And so while we are either at Orlando or swimming in the pool or something, you'll have somebody new or different on deck. Maybe it'll be Liz or Rachel because they're phenomenally good. I haven't asked yet. So look for a new voice next week. Okay. This week, we're talking about the power of F6. Now, if I was doing this as a recorded webinar, maybe I'd put some some reverb or big echoes or something in there, but I don't uh, I don't have that handy, so that won't happen. But the power of F6 in specifically in Microsoft Office applications, so Office 365 applications is is where I'm taking us today. And literally, all of the stuff we will look at today revolves around the use of the F6 key. And for some of you, this is going to be old hat. Yeah, 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 I knew about that. For some people, it's going to be new. And hopefully, uh, it'll make a difference in some really cool ways and add to your productivity. Because F6 lets you move through applications in ways that uh, take a lot of keystrokes sometimes, or just a few keystrokes. It lets you step from item to item sometimes. So it adds a degree of flexibility you may not yet have exercised in using Microsoft Office, Microsoft Office applications. So that's where we're going. Uh, for me, I actually learned quite a bit in researching this topic, simply because it forced me to get into Microsoft's own articles on using Office with a screen reader and looking at every single uh, shortcut key chart that they have or table that they have. And so I learned about shortcut keys. I didn't even know were in there. They're not all F6. What's interesting is uh, it's given me some neat ideas to, to come back around. We've spent a lot of time in Word before, but to maybe, maybe it's time to look at PowerPoint here at ACB community and spend some more time with it. Um, maybe some more time with Outlook that we have been there recently and even, dare I say, some time with Excel. And I've told you guys in the past, I am not a mathonaut. And frankly, I'm not much of an Excel person. I can make simple tables and worksheets and what have you. But if we decide that we want to spend some time in Excel, I will get real friendly with the manual for a while and the same documentation. I talked about using Office uh, applications with a screen reader, specifically Excel, and uh, I'll lay in an hour or so's worth of material. If we have enough, and this is where, this is where I solicit your input. Because if you want to do uh, a session on Excel, you have to let me know. <laughs> so um, you can always send me an email 
R. Miller at Vispero.com. So let us begin. And we're going to start in Microsoft Word, and we'll look at some of the things you can do with F6 in Word, and then we'll move on to other applications. So I'm going to move to an open Word document. Bear with me for a moment while I get us there. So I'm pretty certain I left it open. Here it is. So this is a basic document. You've seen it in the past when, let me turn this on. Full speech. Okay. And I hope you can hear her okay. She sounds a lot more quiet, a lot quieter than me. Does that sound okay? Title yes. is St. Pete. Okay, she's not too quiet. No, she's actually a tad louder than you. Wow, okay. So what's what's showing up in the mix is surprising. Let me I'll pull her back if you want. Just a just a tad. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a, a half a skosh. All right. I'll give you five dB or something like that. That's good enough. Blank. Heading level one introduction. Does that work? Blank. Yep. That's good. good. Okay. So we're in a document. This is one we've used as a sample document forever and ever and ever. The famous Dan Clark put this together, and it's a little bit of an overview of St. Petersburg and what it's about. Um, when we did our, sec, uh, our, our, our session on uh, editing in JAWS and we looked at creating heading, sorry, editing in Word, and we looked at creating headings, I added headings to this document. So let's read down a little bit here. From the sparkling blue waters of a modern downtown waterfront to sunsets on the Gulf Beaches, only a 10-minute ride from downtown. St. Petersburg offers residents and visitors blank. Et so, nice write up on St. Pete. Now, let's look at what you can do with F6. It's a basic document. I didn't go real hard. The first thing you need to know about F6, and we've talked about this recently, is if you press F6 from within an open document, you will cycle between the document, the edit field of the document itself, where you can compose and edit text to the task pane. And the task pane is going to change depending on what things you might have happening in the background to the status bar and then to the ribbon, which you can also reach by pressing Alt. Okay, we've talked about ribbons in the past and we probably will in the future. And then you will come back around to the, uh, to the edit field. Okay. So if you've got a document that's been split um, into a couple of different panes, now we've not looked at that before, but F6 will let you switch between the panes um, and the task pane that we talked about. So let's look at this. I'm going to press F6. F6, clipboard, click an item to paste list box. F6 alone colon switches between the worksheet, ribbon, stop speech. So you can see I had some information literally on my on my notes for today about F6, which in between the clipboard, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's still stuck in the clipboard here because I did copy it and paste it. So in the task pane right now is that text from the clipboard. If I press up arrow or down arrow, I'll press down arrow. Cycle clockwise through panes in the normal view. My text. Shift plus move to a task pane from it. Okay. If I press tab. Menu. Option submenu. I've got some options. Let's press down arrow. Leaving menus. Paste all button. Clear all button. Click an item to paste list box. Move to a task pane from another. I'm not going to read that text again. So we're a little, in a little bit of a menu for what we can do with the clipboard. I'll press tab. Menu. Options. Same menu. Press tab. Leaving menus. Paste all button. And I can paste everything that's in the clipboard. Press tab. Clear all button. Okay. And this looks just like what we saw a moment ago. Click an item to paste list box, menu, 
Option submenu. So if I press right arrow, will the submenu open? Leaving menus. Paste all button. No, it it, it, uh, it acts just like it did when we were doing tab and up and down arrow. So I won't press enter there. We're not going to play with that any further. You can just see that pressing F6 did move us into the task pane. Let's press uh, F6 again. F6. Status bar. Page number. Page one of two button. One of 12. So this is the status bar or status bar, depending on whose English you learned. And in the status bar, we've got 12 different items. The first thing that you're told at the top here is page one of two. So we know there are two pages in this document. I can press down arrow. Word count 341 words, two of 12. I'm not going to repeat everything. It is word count. I'm going to keep arrowing down for a moment. Spelling and grammar check errors button, three of 12. Text predictions, text predictions, colon on button. Four of 12. We can turn text predictions on and off. Accessibility checker, accessibility colon investigate button. Five of 12. For the accessibility checker, it says investigate. And it uh, it being uh, office has some criteria by which it judges how accessible a page is. It looks at contrast, foreground and background contrast for visibility. It looks at the font, what kind of font you're using. It looks at uh, the, the actual text and tries to evaluate that uh, for different types of disabilities. And so if you press enter here, it will give you a report. A report will come up about the accessibility of your document. I'll press down arrow. Focus button, 6 of 12. Remember we talked about focus in a recent uh, session together. And focus, if you invoke the focus button, if you remember, it turns off all of the other things. They describe it as clutter if you don't want it, and they describe it as informative if you do. So task bars, other things. It, it leaves the, the edit field for your text for this document uh, in the center of the screen surrounded by, uh, I believe it's a gray just background. So front and center is the actual text you're working on. All the other things that might be distractions are hidden when focus is invoked. Read mode button not checked. 7 of 12. The read mode button, uh, we don't, currently JAWS doesn't work well with that, but it is there. And if I keep arrowing down, you'll hear the other display modes. Print layout button checked. So 8 have, of 12. Sorry. We have print layout checked, and this is what the document would look like if I printed it. Web layout button not checked. 9 of 12. Does it look like on the web? Zoom out button. 100. Okay. 10 of 12. This affects the on-screen view, how large or small the text and other things appear. So zooming out makes things smaller. Zoom in button, so 100, in 11 of 12. Okay, so I keep talking over her. Zooming in makes them bigger because we're suddenly closer <laughs> to the text. Zoom 100% button, 12. And we zoom to 100% size on screen. So that's the things you're going to find in the status pane. Let's press F6 again, okay? F6, upper ribbon, expanded, home tab, 2 of 11. Alt followed by H. And we're moved into the ribbons now. So I could interact with the ribbons as we can. The same thing by pressing uh, pressing Alt from the body of our document. But F6 will take us there as well. So I'm going to press Tab. I'm not going to press Tab. Sorry, I'll press F6. F6, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, edit. And we're right back into the body of our document, into the edit field. And you know that because JAWS says edit. Okay. Control plus shift plus F6 
will switch you to the previous document. If you've got more than one document open and you have switched from an open document to another open document, pressing Control-Shift-F6 will move you back to the previous document that you were working in. Okay, it does need to still be open, though. All right. And Alt-F6, if you're in an open dialog box, it'll move you back to the document. Um, and that's for dialog boxes that actually support this particular behavior. So um, if you're in the middle of a dialog box, you're setting things up, you're working with the controls in that dialog box, and you're like, oh, you know, let's let us think perhaps, and I again, sorry, I'm always bad for examples for all of you, <laughs> and I apologize, but you're in a dialog box that's going to maybe change some attributes or change some things with your document, and you may want to check really quick, oh, wait, do I want to make this change? Let's go look at my document. Um, you can press Alt F6, and you'll pop back into the document itself, so you can look around, and that does presuppose that this dialog uh, box actually supports this behavior. So could be useful or it could be a disappointment if you press Alt F6 and it doesn't work. So any questions so far? No hands. Okay. Well, that's fairly straightforward, I think. So let us switch gears and we're going to move to Microsoft Outlook. Ron Miller emails dash r miller at vispero.com dash outlook. Ron Miller emails dash r miller at vispero.com dash outlook. List box. Group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon ACB board of directors meeting on Tuesday, April 25th at 8 p.m. ET colon one item left paren s right paren. Okay, now that's an old message. Sorry, it's just some some stock messages I keep to play with and um, I... <laughs> if I delete them, it, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to miss a, a board meeting or something like that. But um, I've got these messages. We are in the inbox, or at least for all intents and purposes, my inbox in uh, Microsoft Outlook. Now, you may have heard some things said that you don't hear when you're in your list view of uh, you know, your message list in the inbox. Um, mine says it said conversation. It said it was collapsed. And then it said, how many unread messages? Let me down arrow one time. Group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon multiple attachments colon one item left perennis right perennis. Group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon left bracket NFB dash braille dash discussion right bracket reading speed increases colon 36 item left perennis right perennis. And I keep this message not for uh, organization endorsement, but because it's got 36 messages in it. Um, we're not going to go drilling down through this very long thread. But um, just so you know, I've got my messages uh, set up so that the conversation groups all of the messages into one little package. They are collapsed. If I press right arrow, it expands it, just like you would see in a tree view. And I can move up and down through my messages at that point once they're expanded and uh, and delete them or read them, do what I want with them. But if I leave this group collapse and I decide oh, I don't want to read this anymore, if I press uh, delete, it, it deletes the whole thread, and I just find that handy, but I didn't want it to be confusing if you hear some weird um, verbiage <laughs> that I that I have. So let's talk about the power of F6 in, uh, in Outlook. So if I press F6, remember I'm in the message list, you're in your inbox or any other message folder, press F6. F6, status bar, normal view, show all pinned panes, button checked. One of two. And again, we have a status bar here. 
There's only a couple of things here. Two ways to show show a normal view, which shows all of the panes that might be pinned um, and and fixed to show here. If I arrow down one time, reading view, hide all pinned panes, button not checked. Two I, of two. I talk over her. My apologies. If I arrow down like I did, I move to the reading view checkbox on this uh, taskbar. And reading view simplifies that view. It gets rid of all of their old hides them. It doesn't get rid of them. It hides all of the pinned panes, makes it uh, a much simpler view. Uh, the goal is, of course, to declutter the screen for anybody who needs to focus on the important content. And if I arrow down again, normal view, show all pinned panes, button checked, one of two. I'm back to the normal view. Let's press F6 again. F6, upper ribbon, expanded, home tab. Two of six, alt followed by H. And it moves us back to the ribbons in this context, in the context of Outlook. I'll press F6 again. F6, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, list box, group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon left bracket NFB dash braille dash discussion right bracket reading speed increases colon 36 item left paren S right paren 36 unread. List box, mail, one of six, selected. So it, it said all of this stuff about the uh, the message group that's in focus. And then finally, it said list box, mail, one of six. And what you end up with when you press F6 and move from the ribbons, focus moves to the next pane. This is actually a pane that has a list of um, the various uh, apps within Outlook. So right now, we've got mail, one of six. I will arrow down. Calendar, two of six. People, three of six. Tasks, four of six. To do, five of six. More apps, six of six. More apps. I'm not going to press enter on the more apps button. You're you're more than welcome to explore that. But you do see that it does move me uh, to the list of uh, of available uh, apps I can go to. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back up to mail. To do chat people calendar mail one of this six. One doesn't wrap. There's mail one of six. If I press up arrow, doesn't go any further. Let's press F6 again. F6, mail folders tree view, rmillerdvispero.com open, Ron Miller emails colon 155 unread messages. So we moved from a choice of available Outlook apps. I pressed F6 again, and now I'm in the tree view of folders. And we've we've messed with this tree view before, or this list, it's actually a folders list. Um, we've messed with this before. We can look at the various folders. Level two, RSS subscriptions. Okay. Ron Miller emails colon 155 unread messages. And I want to go into the back into the Ron Miller list of messages. So all I'm going to do is press F6 again. F6, list box. Group by colon collapsed colon conversation colon. And we're right back at that 36 message group. We're not going to read that whole thing again. So we've gone full circle and we've moved through the major panes and some of the smaller panes that are available to you uh, just by pressing F6 over and over and over again. Okay. If we open an email message, we'll go back to the board meeting. Home, group by colon, collapsed colon, conversation colon, expanded colon, group by colon, expanded colon, conversation, Cindy Hollis via ackblists.org, left I pressed right arrow twice to get to the message itself. So I opened up that uh, group of one. Let's press enter and go into this message. Enter.
Caution call. Caution call. If I press F6 for more than an opened message, I'll do it. Here we go. We'll press F6. F6. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Message tab. Two of three. Alt followed by H. It moves us between the message body and the ribbon. I'll press F6. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. And we're right back where we were. What if I'm in an open message that I'm sending? I'm in the message body of a new message. I'm going to press Control-R to reply as if I'm going to reply to Cindy. Recall on ACB Board of Directors meeting on Tuesday, April 25th at 8 p.m. ET-message. Yada, yada. Okay. So let's press F6 from within a, a new message, that I, my reply message. I'm in the message body. I'll press F6. F6. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Message tab. Two of seven. Alt followed by H. And again. F6. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Edit. So that's pretty straightforward. It puts me back into the body of my message. So if you're within an open message that you're reading or an open message that you are composing to send, pressing F6 merely moves you between the ribbons pane and the uh, actual body of the message, that pane that contains the edit field. I'm going to press escape. We're not actually going to send a message to Cindy. Escape. And again, to get out of the message I got from her. Escape. Ron Miller emails dash R Miller. There we go. So I am back, back in my message view from my uh, message folder. So let's look at what happens with F6 when you're in the calendar. I'm going to press F6 till we get to that list of apps again, just so we can see what this sounds like again. Let's just review shortly. Briefly, I mean. F6. Status bar. Normal view. Show all pinned panes. Button checked. One of F6. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Home F6. Leaving menus. List box. Mail. One of six. Selected. Now, that was quite nice because it didn't read the message that was in view again. It simply started to read this list of apps, and we have mail. Let's press down arrow. Calendar. Two of six. Okay. Now, let's press F6 and see if that actually indicates we've moved to the calendar without having to press enter. Here we go. F6. Mail folders tree view. rmillerrvispero.com open. F6. List box. Cindy Hollis. Nope. So let's let's shift F6. This just lets you see that if you press shift and F6, you will cycle through these panes in the other direction. Shift F6. Mail folders tree view. Shift F6. List box. Calendar. Two of six. Enter. Calendar. Calendar dash rmiller at vispero.com dash outlook. Month view. 22 total events. Aha. So when we press F6 and we come around to that list of potential apps we can go into, and in, in this example, I was in mail. I moved to calendar. I had to press enter. That invoked this new app. It opened up the calendar and it actually placed me in my calendar view. So right now I've got calendar set to month view. And in month view, as you move from day to day, it will tell you how many events, for example, in the uh, in the month. 22 total events, Thursday, October 12th, 2023. One event, one busy. Okay, so there's 22 events I have on my calendar for the month of October. On Thursday today, there is one event. I am busy. I'm, all, I'm with all of you, so I am busy. In the calendar view, left and right arrow will move you. I'll press right arrow. Friday, October 13th, 2023. Okay, I do actually have some things scheduled tomorrow, but they're not work-related. 
They are actually school-related, but as you can hear, right arrow takes you forward day by day, left arrow... Thursday, October 12th, 2020. Takes you back day by day in the month view, down arrow. Thursday, October 19th, 2023. One event, one busy. Takes you forward one week at a time. Let's press up arrow. Thursday, October 12th, 2000. Thursday, October 5th. See how that works? I like the month view for that. It's pretty easy to navigate left and right by day, forward and back. Uh, sorry, up and down by month. Now, if you want to know what an event is, you can press tab. Men's prayer meeting, 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Time busy. Yeah, it's early, but I do actually make it there. Let's press tab again. Appointment. Overflow button navigates to colon Thursday, October 5th. 2023 from 12 a.m. to Friday. So there's nothing else. The overflow button just it didn't show last week's ACB community event. That's down arrow. Overflow button. I know. Let's press shift tab. Month view. Overflow button navigates to call on Tuesday. Overflow button. Ebrail working group appointment. When month view. Thursday, October 12th, 2023. One event. One busy. Now back to where we should be. Let's press tab. Men's prayer meeting, 6.30 a.m. Okay. I tell you what, I don't have the ACB community here simply because we meet every Wednesday unless I'm gone. So I, I don't even put it in the calendar anymore. I hadn't thought about that. But if I press enter on this event, it will let me view the event details. Now, if I press F6 in the calendar view, it lets me move between panes again. Let's press F6. F6. Today, October 12th, 2023 is in view. Button. So I can, I'm over on what's called the task pad. It tells me what's in view. I can invoke this button for the day. Let's, <clears throat> excuse me. I can invoke this button for the day. Let's press F6. F6. Status bar. Normal view. Show all pinned panes. Button checked. One of two. And we've seen this before as well. Normal view. And I won't down arrow. It's our other view, the read view. Let's press F6. F6. Upper ribbon, appointment series tab, seven of seven, alt followed by Y, J, C. And there's our ribbons, F6. F6, leaving menus, list box, calendar, two of six, selected. And there is uh, that, uh, uh, <laughs> I just drew a blank on what I called it, our, our, apps, our apps list. Let's press F6 again. F6, calendar folders tree view, shared calendars open and determinate, level two. Now, this is interesting, at least from my perspective, because this is a list of your calendar folders. And you may not know you've got multiple folders. Those of you that are old hands with the calendar, you know that they're there, okay? But there's a number of these. So if I say the current line. Level 2, checked. Calendar colon dash r miller at visparo.com, checked. And you notice it says level 2. This is a tree view. So you can have you can have folders nested within folders. The r miller at Vispero which is my calendar for my R. Miller Vispero email account, um, is in a subfolder. It is checked. So that's a that's a calendar that's active. That's one I will see. Let's press left arrow. Level one, indeterminate. Shared calendars, open indeterminate. Selected. So shared calendars. So people at Vispero can see my calendar. It is shared. You notice it's checked. Um, if I press left arrow one more time. Indeterminate. Shared calendars. Closed indeterminate. So shared calendars are now closed. I can press down arrow. Not checked. Rooms. Not checked. 
And this is various meeting rooms uh, within the building. If you are going to have a meeting, you could add the room to the calendar. Uh, those of you who are using this as a corporate tool, you probably have seen this. You need to schedule a room to go meet, that, that kind of thing. So I'm not going to go up and down this whole list of, you know, in this tree view, but check which ones you want to interact with. Uh, the ones that are shared, everybody can see. My boss can Indetermin see my calendar. Coworkers can see my calendar and that kind of thing. Let's press right arrow. Indeterminate. Shared calendars. Oh, level two. Checked. Calendar. Is shared. Let's press down arrow. Not checked. Front conference room. Okay. From Microsoft Exchange. Rooms. Checked. Cal arrow. Level one. Indeterminate. Shared calendars. Open and determinate. Yeah. So there's not a bunch of these that are that are available. I can see what the rooms are booked. Um, I think some of my colleagues also have shared their calendars. Uh, my boss has some others. But pressing F6 gets you to this, this view. And instead of email folders, they're actually folders within your calendar. Let's press F6. F6. Schedule view. Calendar colon calendar. 12 a.m. Sunday, October 1st, 2023 to 12 a.m. Sunday, November 5th. 2023. Now you see a range because I have month view on. You see a range October 1st to November 5th. Um, again, this is one you will step through. Month view, Friday, October. And all I did, I got popped back to month view. I just pressed right arrow. I could have pressed left arrow. And it takes me out of that, that displayed range of dates. I didn't press F6. I just, F6 moved me into it. And by pressing an arrow key, in this case, I didn't want to, I didn't want to navigate week by week, so I pressed right arrow, and it stepped me back into my calendar view, my month view, and dropped my focus on Friday tomorrow, okay? And we're back where we started. So that's an interesting set of things you can do. Let's take a minute and talk about the four views in, in calendar. I know that's not an F6 function, but let me put a little bit more tools into your hands so that this becomes more usable. We're not just sort of talking esoterically about using F6 in these different calendar views. So you can select one of the four views uh, within the calendar. If you press Alt, Control, and then the number, excuse me, Alt, Control, and then the num row one, you select the day view. So you can look day by day. So Alt, Control, num row one. Alt, Control, one, day view. Zero total events, calendar colon calendar, 12 a.m. Friday, October 13th, 2023 to 12 a.m. Saturday, October 14th, 2023, UTC, 5. Notice the range. Uh, now we've got a, a, instead of a date range like we did in the month view, you've got a day, well, an hour range, because we're looking at this day by day. Let's press down arrow. 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Friday. October 13th. So we're looking at Friday. Up and down arrow moves us in half hour increments. Zero total events. Eight. Right arrow would let me look through my events. So there's, you know, I won't go really deeply into this. I know that's not why we're here per se, but I did want you to be able to see this. If we wanted to go into the week view, instead of the day view, you'd press alt control number row two. So control alt number row two. Alt control two. Five total events, 12 a.m. to 12.30. Now I'm in the week view. There's five total events scheduled for this week. Again, you heard the beginning of a date range. And if I press, I'll press left arrow this time. 12 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. Wednesday, October 11th. Okay, press right arrow. 12 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. Thursday. And again, now we're moving in day and hour. 
And if we want to go to month view, which is where we started, um, we would press control alt numero four, control alt four. So in the day view, the work week view, or the week view, you can press insert M and uh, insert plus the period key, and that'll move you to the previous and next days. Insert M and insert period. You can press home to move to the time slot at the start of the workday. So in my case, it's 8 a.m. Uh, or at the end of the workday. Um, you can press the end key to move to that final time slot in the day. This is in the day or week view only, remember, because you can, you're navigating and looking at things um, on a much more granular level. You're looking at day or days within the week view. Month view, it doesn't work that way because, again, you're looking at a broader time frame. Okay. So there's some, there's some things you can do uh, within those two views. That's how you switch back and forth between day, week, month view. Okay. And, again, uh, F6 will let you walk through the panes on the, uh, on the, on the window <laughs> or on the screen uh, when you're in those views. Okay. If you're in the month view, you have a similar function. Remember, insert plus M moved you back day by day, and insert plus period moved you forward day by day in, in uh, day and week view. If you're in month view and you press insert plus M or insert plus period, it'll move you uh, between days as well. So you do have that kind of control. Okay. So that's a little bit of a look as at what happens for us when we're actually in the calendar. Okay, and we dug a little deeper than just F6. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Any questions so far? No? Okay. Well, very no good. No hands. No hands. I understand. Um, and I've, I've got some more pieces on calendar. I, I, I guess, sort of geeked out in calendar because I use calendar all the time, so... Um, that yeah. has just changed. We do have a hand now. Okay. 330 ending in 157. Hi, you may unmute. Stephanie. Uh, Hi, doing? Stephanie. Yeah, so uh, I like the idea. I mean, I like the idea of the jaw, of JAWS programs, you know, doing the dates and the months and stuff. It just... It just uh, makes things a lot easier, you know, uh, to know what's going on. It does. You can step from day to day or, or week to week. Um, I find it kind of interesting and useful to, to look at my week and see how many appointments I've got and then drill down. Um, I don't normally look at it um, month by month, but depending on how you're scheduling things, you might want to say, all right, 22 appointments this month. Mm, it's going to be busy and then dig down deeper. The other thing that I, I do use um, if you want to know more about it, send me an email. But I use what's called active appointments. And um, it makes calendar hide everything that's already gone by. And it puts all of my active appointments, current and future, into a vertical list. And so I don't have to step day by day. Uh, I can actually move up and down that list and see only the days that have an active appointment. And I and, and it... Uh, We'll stack those appointments in that vertical list, starting with the earliest and then moving to the latest. And then the next appointment down will be whatever the next appointment is on whatever day. I find that very useful as well. Yeah. Thank you. 
Sure. No problem at all. Anybody else? Right now, that is our only hand. All right. No problem. And my apologies. I, I know I sound a little bit hoarse. Uh, if you remember from last week and the week before, I was uh, fighting this thing. And uh, so I, I hear me, and I uh, at least to me, I sound a little bit hoarse. It, uh, it's a workable thing, but it does sound kind of funny. So let us move on and look at PowerPoint. Now, PowerPoint is an interesting thing because um, people have mixed reactions. Some people are very afraid to use it. At Vispero, we're doing PowerPoint stuff all the time. So it's uh, not nearly as scary. <laughs> and if you're going to school, if you're going to college, you will probably have to use it. I know in almost every semester uh, that I was in, in school, um, I'm still in school, but anyway, every semester that I've been going to school recently, there's been at least one group PowerPoint project. And the uh, they seem to all want uh, 10 to 15 minutes of a, of a PowerPoint presentation. So um you know, if you're doing this professionally or as a student and sometimes just in your own hobbies and interests, you're going to run into PowerPoint. So let's open one of these up. Let's see where mine is. St. Pete dot screen webinar host and launch meeting dot speakers notes demo dot pptx dash PowerPoint. So this is not a giant PowerPoint. It's just a couple, uh, three slides, I believe. Um, but I wanted something with speakers notes in it. So this particular PowerPoint presentation is very cleverly called What's New uh, in JAWS and Zoom Text 2024. And it actually begins to show that topic. Uh, we don't get super far into it, but that's okay. We don't need to for the purposes of what we're doing. F6 plays a fairly major role in moving from pain to pain uh, in PowerPoint. And just like it did in Word, and in Outlook, and now in PowerPoint, pressing F6 all by itself cycles you through the panes that are available, in this case, in the normal view in PowerPoint. And Shift F6, like in the, the rest of the uh, Office Outlook interface, uh, not Outlook, in the rest of the Office interface, cycles you counterclockwise or back through those same panes. Okay. So... Let us press F6. Now, where we are is in the normal view. I guess before I press F6, let me show you what we've got. I'm on the first slide in our PowerPoint presentation. And when you start out, you're in what's called the slide view. It is the normal view. And if you press tab, you will move through the elements that are on this slide. Let me press tab. Center title placeholder, level one. What's new in JAWS and Zoom Text 2024? Center title placeholder, level one. What's new in JAWS and... In case she doesn't need to say it twice, uh, because you heard it the first time. So we've got our what's new, and that's the title. This, this particular first slide has a title and a subtitle placeholder. I filled them both. So there's a title and then below that a, a subtitle. Let's press tab to hear the subtitle. Subtitle placeholder, level one, Ron Miller. Align Center, Vispero Training Department. Okay, nothing very gourmet. Let's press tab again. Center title placeholder. And we're back around to the title placeholder. Okay. If I wanted to move to the next slide, which I will, I can press page down. Page down. New in JAWS 2024 slide has notes. Two of three. And we hear several things. We are on the second slide. There's only three slides. Again, this was just done as a demo. And... Uh, Charles did tell us there are speaker's notes 
on this particular slide. Okay, and I'm not going to go to the next slide because there's nothing on it. So let's move up back to slide one. Page up. Because we don't have that many to work with. What's new in JAWS yes, and Zoom Text 2024 up. slide? Mm, she got slow on me. <laughs> Sorry. But we are back on the first slide. So now that you've got kind of an idea of what this looks like, let's press F6. F6, toolbar, spell check button, 1 of 11. Now this should sound kind of familiar. This toolbar is a lot like that status bar we hit in Word. So let's press right arrow. Accessibility checker, accessibility colon, investigate button, 2 of 11. Okay, so there's my accessibility checker. Press right arrow. Notes button, 3 of 11. So notes. Normal button checked, 4 of 11. Normal is the uh, view we have going. Slide sorter button not checked, 5 of 11. Now, I frankly have never used the slide sorter. I will show you how I sort slides in just a moment. Let's press right arrow. Reading view button not checked. 6 of 11. Slideshow button not checked. 7 of 11. Show you another way to invoke the slideshow when you're ready for that. Zoom out button. Fifth zoom in button. 59. Zoom 59%. Zoom to fit button. Spell check button. 1 of 11. And we're back around, okay? Let's press F6. Off the, let's come off this uh, taskbar. F6. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Home tab. 2 of 12. Alt followed by H. There are the ribbons. And F6 again. F6. Slide notes, leaving menus, what's new in JAWS and Zoom text 2024 slide, one of three, edit. Now there are my slide notes, there's the, the pane for slide notes, you heard JAWS say edit, I could add to these, this is empty because it's just that first title uh, slide, let's press F6. F6, slide thumbnails tab. Slide thumbnails, this is where a lot of things happen. When you are on the thumbnails tab, instead of tabbing from placeholder to placeholder the elements on your slide you're actually in a list of thumbnails i believe visually there's a little representation of the slide practically though what you're in is a vertical list of your slides okay so let's say the current line what's new in jaws and zoom text 2024 slide one of three i press down arrow new in jaws 2024 slide and I press down arrow again. New in JAWS 2024 slide. So I do have three slides, and they both have the same title. Slides two and three have the same title. So let us pretend for a moment that I want to move slide three. I want to copy it, and I want to put it where slide one would go. Because I'm in the thumbnails tab that I got to by using F6, I can, my focus is on slide three. I can press copy. Well, let's press cut. We'll do cut. Cut selection to clipboard. New in JAWS 2024 slide. New in JAWS 2024 slide. And let's arrow up. New in JAWS 2024 slide. And again. She's moving slow. <laughs> Home. New in JAWS 2024 slide. Two of two. Vertical bar press F6 to access. Menu. I don't know why she's this has to happen at least once. Here's my title slide. Blank. Come on. I'm going to press F6. Uh -oh. oh, I see. It took her a while to actually cut my slide. Slide notes graphic. So let's press F6. F6. Slide area. Slide one dash. What's new in joy? I'm in the slide area. I'm going to press Shift F6 to get back to the thumbnails tab. Shift F6. Slide thumbnails tab. 
slide what's new in JAWS and Zoom Text 2024. And I'm at the top of my now stack of two slides. What's new? Let's press uh, Control V to paste that slide that was the last one in the list. Pasted from clipped board. Slide new in JAWS 2024. Okay. So, slide new in JAWS 2024. Um, I won't go a lot deeper, but that's now at the top of the list. It's now above my title slide. I've rearranged things. And you can do this whether you've got three or 30 or however many slides. You can move up and down that thumbnails tab and select slides, cut them to the clipboard, move them around. Uh, you can copy slides. So often I'll leave a blank slide at the end of a PowerPoint presentation I'm working on. And when I need more slides, instead of going through the process of, of uh, going to the insert tab and um, setting up the slides I want, I can just copy my blank slide right where I'm at at the end of my presentation and then just press um, uh, paste three or four more times and just create more slides. So there's some cool things you can do in there. And once you're in the thumbnail tab, if you press, as you just heard, F6. F6, slide area. Slide 2 dash new in JAWS 2024. And we're back. Use in destination Sorry. theme. Use destination theme left per NH right per N button selected. One of three. Alt plus H. I really don't want to discuss this. So she's asking me how I want to paste my slide. We're not going to go there with her. Let's press escape. Escape. New in JAWS 2024. Use destination. Pasting slides, moving slides, uh, how we keep uh, the theme and the, the um, other styles on the slide. That's a, that's a whole other. Uh, webinar we can do on using PowerPoint. Like I said, we might want to circle back around to PowerPoint at some point if there's enough interest in doing PowerPoint slides and PowerPoint presentations. But you get the idea. F6 lets us move through the various panes, and you can see the stuff that we can do as we move through there. Okay. Now, in the selection page, pane, sorry, in the selection pane, if I press Alt F10, let's do that. Alt F10, new in JAWS 2024 slide, two of three. So on the selection pane, you, you of course, you can, you can select slides. It's like what we've done in the thumbnail uh, tab. And F6, and F6 lets us cycle through the various panes that are available once you've got the selection pane open. F6, show all button. Okay. F6, toolbar, spell check errors button. F6, upper ribbon. Expanded, Home tab, F6. Slide notes, leaving menus, new in JAWS 2024 slide, two of three, edit. Back to my slide notes. F6, slide thumbnails tab. So, when you've invoked Use the destination theme, use... De Sorry, I don't mean to talk over her. Escape, escape. When you, when you actually invoke the selection tab, at least in my opinion, I'm not gaining a whole lot. I am telling PowerPoint I want to select things. Um... But again, I can just move to the thumbnails tab like we have yet again with F6, and I can select and copy and paste. I may be able to do some bulk selections that I just haven't uh, messed with a whole lot. So finally, I know we're just about to the end of our hour together. Let's look at what you can do with F6 in Excel. And I warned you, I'm not a, a heavy-duty Excel guru, so this will be a fairly brief peek. But if you want to do more Excel and dig deeper, we can always circle back around to it, and I'll amass a whole lot more material. Let me find my Excel document here. Calendar dash St. Pete dot screen sharing meeting control webinar host and launch meeting webinar demo files. Speakers notes demo dot calendar dash oh, St. Screen sharing me webinar host invited you to be. Okay. 
Speakers notes dem calendar St. Pete dot screen share launch me webinar demo five webinar demo five. Okay, you can stop talking. Home Excel exam enter. Items view list box not selected zero. End. St. Petersburg average air and water temperature. All right, we'll look at the average air and water temperature in St. Petersburg. I always enjoy doing this in February when everybody snowed in. <laughs> okay, that's not nice. Let's open up this file. Enter. I don't do it to gloat, just to share information. Waiting for it. Today would be nice. Please wait. There it is. St. Petersburg average air and water temperatures dot xlsx dash excel average temperatures for Saint end of sheet D13 52 cells zero objects month A1 column header no filter applied so no filter applied I it's it's one of the ways I had in doing my uh, sort of pre-production practice here we messed with uh, I messed with how this works so F6 lets us switch between the worksheet the ribbon the task pane and zoom controls. Let's look at that. Here we go. F6, average temperatures for Saint tab. So average temperatures for Saint tab, it sort of truncates the name. Sheet one tab. I press right arrow, you've got sheet one tab. And if there were multiple sheets in this workbook, let's say we really wanted to get into the weather of St. Pete, sheet one tab might be average um, air and water temperature. Sheet two might be who knows, sunrise and sunset time, sheet three might be some sort of other aggregation of, of uh, climate data or comparisons or something. And you would use the left and right arrow keys to move back and forth across these tabs uh, so you could select the tab that you want to be in. Enter sheet one, empty sheet, blank. Okay, no, empty sheet. It is empty because it is not the air temperature tab, and it's also not entitled like the other one is. But you notice I pressed enter, and it moved me right to that uh, into that sheet. Let's press F6. F6, sheet one tab. I'm going to press left arrow. Average temperatures for Saint tab. Average temperatures for Saint Petersburg. Let's press enter here. Enter. Average temperatures for Saint. End of sheet. Okay. Let us press F6. F6, average temperatures for Saint tab. And there's the tabs. F6 again. F6, status bar. Accessibility checker, accessibility colon, investigate button. One of seven. So we have seven items on the status bar. Uh, for time's sake, I won't go through all of these, but there are seven of them. Let's press down arrow here. Normal button checked. Two of seven. There's our types of view. Page layout button not checked. Three page break preview button not checked. Zoom out button. One. Okay. Won't take us any further. Page layout, by the way, is where it began to tell me um, about the uh, the layout of the page. Let's press F6 again. F6. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Home tab. Two of 12. Alt followed by H. And we meet the ribbon system, of course, and F6 again. F6, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, month, A1, column header, no filter applied. There we go. No filter applied. There's some info, layout type info. Control F6 will let you switch between two Excel windows. So if you've got multiple windows open, um, you can switch back and forth between them and look at the different uh, Excel spreadsheet that's in each window. Control Shift F6 lets you switch between all Excel windows. So uh, Control F6 between two windows, and it, uh, it's like what we saw in Word. If I had two documents, multiple documents open, I'd switch between those last two. Control Shift F6 lets me switch between all 
of the open Excel windows that I might have open. So let me stop there. Let me return to our uh, webinar room here. Excel exam webinar host invited you to be speakers notes demo calendar St. Pete dot dot screen sharing meeting controls. Right, and I'm going to stop screen share and I'm open to any questions we might have for the time we've got left. Any questions? Your screen share has been. We'll put her away. Speech on demand. Right now there are no hands. Okay. <laughs> well, we're all asleep or we all know a whole lot more than me. So, which is not inconceivable, I might add. Everybody's just so impressed with your presentation. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that is. You should hear me sing. <laughs> well, I'll give it a few more minutes for questions. I will tell everybody, um, if you want to see a uh, our, our schedule of all of our uh, monthly trainings, our presentations, you can go to www.freedomscientific.training. I'm sorry, let me start over, www.freedomscientific.com slash training slash training schedule. We update that every month. There's a table that includes our ACB community times together, our Ask Sharky uh, webinars when we do those. Uh, so look at those trainings. It, it will tell you what the topic is going to be, the time, any other information you might need. Again, www.freedomscientific.com slash training slash training schedule. If you need or want to send me a question, I am R. Miller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, -L -L -E at vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O, dot com. And, of course, always www.freedomscientific.com slash training. We have so much stuff there. We've got uh, webinars. All of our webinars are there, webinars on demand. Uh, we have uh, training resources for TVIs, teachers, anybody who's perhaps doing AT training, those kind of things. You will find a, a wealth of information, and it's constantly changing. We're constantly adding to it uh, on that uh, on the training pages. So, so that at least gives you some places to go. We do have ahead. a hand. All right. I was coming back around. All right. It's a phone number, 330-157. You may talk. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm surprised nobody else wants to talk. But <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I, I, I would, uh, I, I wouldn't mind getting like computer training. I mean, that sounds like sounds like a pretty good idea. It's not bad. Now, I, I'm not offering one-on-one. -on -one. I'm afraid they won't let me do that um, because they keep me busy. But go to the training pages and and look at the stuff that's there, Stephanie. We've got everything from very, very basic training to uh, some very, fairly complex stuff available for you. All right. Super. Okay, and as we come into the last few minutes, any other questions? So I have a, a, a comment about PowerPoint because it used to be years ago that anybody who was in school or was interested in JAWS was scared to death mm -hmm. of PowerPoint because it was virtually not accessible. It, it was. Used to be one of those people. It yeah. was. He, I was too, and I'm. I know a little about it. I know enough to be dangerous, but right. but I know that there are now more and more keystrokes that Vispero has introduced to make it a lot easier um, for somebody contemplating going to Jaws 2024, even if they're not on 2023 yet. Are are there not now more PowerPoint related things available than there used to be? Oh, there's a there's a ton more, and we've. 
you know, we've kept working with Microsoft and, and fixing the, the weirdnesses that, you know, as they, as they kept upgrading office, things kept changing. You're, you're, you're shooting at a moving target. Yeah. But yeah. It's a lot nicer. The, the interface is much tighter. Uh, it's much friendlier and giving you information that you must have. And, and if you go to the, the Microsoft support page uh, and, and go to the, uh, the, 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 uh, the pages on using office applications with a screen reader, they have got table upon table of um, uh, their own embedded hotkeys for PowerPoint. If anybody wants that, send me a, an email, drop me a quick note, and I will send the link back because there's so much there, not just for for PowerPoint, but there there is a lot compared to, as you say, back when we started this, there wasn't a whole lot of extra embedded keystrokes. Um, so it has really gotten a lot friendlier. What surprised me, as I mentioned, was when I dug into Excel and there's so much more there, um, you know, I remember my old, old boss when I was, um, um, quality assurance coordinator way back in the early thousands, two thousands. Um, you know, I had to set up formulas and do stuff and there was a way to sort formulas embedded in Excel, but man, there's so much more there that's available via a, uh, a hot key, a shortcut key. So, uh, very cool, very good changes. Yeah. I see people on lists saying, Oh God, PowerPoint, don't get into it. And and it's not true anymore. No, it, it can, and I enjoy it. You know, I love I, yeah. messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Except for when it's a school assignment and I'm up at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another story. <laughs> that's right. Oh my. Okay, going going once, else? going twice. That's right. Hands are still clear. Okay, then I'm going to thank everybody for riding along with me and, and everybody else here today. It's been fun as usual. Um, next week, I will be out of town, but uh, there will be somebody cool here. You know, Liz, Rachel, Jeff, I don't know who it'll be, but they'll be great. <laughs>